Welcome to the Colonial Church STA podcast. The vision of Colonial Church is to build an exciting, vibrant, Bible-based church right here in the heart of St. Augustine, Florida. Thank you for taking the time to listen to this message. We're going to be in 2 Samuel tonight, and um, we're going to be looking at uh, David and Nathan's relationship. And I just want to set the context a little bit here for you, what's going on. Uh, David is king. He's reigning as king. And he finds himself um, in the midst of this sin. Listen, I mean, just horrific sin. He's committed adultery. Um, and the husband of the woman he committed adultery with, he has basically just sent him to the front of the lines to fight in a battle to basically be killed. And so her husband has just died, and he's committed adultery, and he doesn't see his sin. And Nathan is a prophet. He is one who has counseled David through the ages, through the time, and he basically comes to David. And uh, we're going we're gonna to see a little snapshot of their uh, conversation. And I think there's some meaningful things that we can take in tonight about accountability. So I'm going to read that. It's, it's about 12 verses, so I know it's a little bit long, but hold in there with me because there's, there's some really meat in here tonight. Uh, this is uh, 2 Samuel chapter 12. We're going to read 1 through 13. It says, And the Lord sent Nathan to David. And he came to him and said to him, There were two men in a certain city, and one rich and the other poor. The rich man had, a very, had very many flocks and herds, but the poor man had nothing but one little ewe lamb, which he had brought. And he brought it up, and he, it grew up with him and his children, and it was to eat off his morsel and drink um, from his cup and lie in his arms, and it was like a daughter to him. Now there was a traveler to the rich man, and he was unwilling to take the one of his own flock or herd to prepare for the one guest who had come to him. But he took the poor man's lamb and prepared it for the man and had come to him. Then David's anger was greatly kindled against him, the man. And he said to Nathan, as sure as the Lord lives, this man who has done this deserves to die and shall restore the lamb fourfold because he, thinks he, he did this thing. And because he had no pity, Nathan said to David, you are that man. Thus says the Lord God, your Israel, I anointed you king over Israel, and I delivered you out of the hand of Saul, and I gave your master's house and your master's wives into your arms, and gave you the house of Israel and the Judah. And it was, if this was too little, I would have added more to you. Why have you despised the word of the Lord to do what is evil in his sight? You have struck down Uriah the Hittite with a sword, and you have taken his wife to be your wife, and have killed him with the sword of an Amorite's. Now, therefore, the sword shall depart from your house because you have despised me and have taken his wife, Uriah the Hittite, to be your wife. Thus says the Lord, Behold, I will raise up an evil against you in your own house, and I will take your wives before your eyes and give them to your neighbor, and he shall lie with your wives in the sight of the sun. For you did it secretly, but I will do this thing before all of Israel and before all the sun. David said to Nathan, I have sinned against the Lord. And Nathan said to David, the Lord has put away your sin. You shall not die. Nevertheless, because by this deed you have utterly scorned the Lord, the child who is to be born shall die. This is a tough passage, right? It's not an easy passage. I get that. But there is some real meat in here as we talk about it. And I, wanna, I just want to talk five things that you need from your community of guys around you. Five things that you need from your guys of community around you. Um, first thing here, allow people in your life who can give you a perspective greater than your own. Allow people in your life who can give you a perspective greater than your own. Nathan comes to David, right? David's in the middle of the sin. He can't see his own sin. 
He is so stuck in his ways. He is so stuck in his sin that he can't even see his sin before the Lord. And Nathan comes to him, and he uses that kind of like, hey, I know a guy, all right? <laughs> you know, you heard that story. Like, he doesn't come out and straight out call him out. He's like, hey, I know a guy. Let me tell you a story about this, this rich man who come and takes this poor man's lamb and slaughters it before him. And Nathan's telling David this story, and he becomes enraged. He becomes furious. But all the while, Nathan can't, or David can't even see past his own sin. Man, that's, that's a hard truth. But you need people in your life who can give you a bigger perspective than your own. Because sometimes we get stuck seeing what's before us or not seeing what's before us. And we need someone from the outside to give us perspective. Surround yourself with people, specifically men of God, who can give you perspective to your situations and where you're at. Man, I am so grateful that I've had guys in my life and in my church uh, who have come alongside of me and helped and given me perspective to see things, to see my brokenness, to see my hurt, to see how I can grow and who have shared that perspective with me. It's so important that you have that. Uh, second thing, have someone who can call you out when your life isn't honoring to God. Whew. Have someone in your life who can call you out when your life isn't honoring to God. I don't know if you're catching this, but David is king, right? <laughs> David is king. Nathan is coming to him as a friend, as an advisor, but also as a servant. David at any time could have said, hey, Nathan, I don't like what you're saying. Why don't you get out of my kingdom? Or why don't you <laughs> go to the front of the lines like I sent uh, Bathsheba's husband? But he didn't. Nathan was brave enough to confront David of his sin, and he went to him there. And it wasn't an easy conversation. And I know for you guys, as you're looking at your brothers, it's not going to be an easy conversation to call somebody out on it. But you do it in grace, and you do it in love. And here's the thing, though. Accountability is the pathway towards spiritual maturity and growth. Accountability is a spiritual pathway to maturity and growth. Without accountability in your life, growth is going to be sluggish. It's going to be sluggish. Um, I, I love this verse in James 5, 16. It says this, Therefore confess your sins to each other and pray for each other that you may be healed. The prayer of a righteous person is powerful and effective. Man, there's healing in being accountable to one another. There's healing in giving somebody in your life permission, specifically a guy to say, Hey, if, if my life isn't lining up with God's life and what his will is for me, you call me out. You call me out. You have permission to come in my life and tell me my life is not honoring to the Lord. You need to have somebody in those person, a person in your life, specifically a guy who can come and do that. Um, man, I appreciate Chris. Uh, Chris was that guy for me for a period of time, and we walked with one another, and we held each other accountable, and there's some tough conversations, and we had to be accountable to one another, but I gave permission for Chris to say, hey, Chris, if there's something in my life that's not honoring to God, you have permission to tell me, and he gave me that permission. And that's how you grow together in the Lord. Um, it's later tonight, if you would like, uh, I have something that I like to give when I was, uh, when I was youth pastor here. It's called, the, uh, it's called the bro card, right? It's a little bro card, you know, and, and you can put it in your wallet. And on the, it's got that verse, James 5, 16. And uh, you don't want to get your bro card revoked, right? You know, you don't want to do something silly or girly and you know, get your bro card get revoked. But on the back of it, it's got 10 accountability questions that you can ask somebody. And so I, I'll encourage you. I'll have these available to you guys. But have this card and go to one of your brothers and say, hey, I want this between us. 
And I want us each week to ask each other these questions to make sure that we're accountable before the Lord. Accountability is so important. It's so important that you be a part of what's happening here, just as Pastor Maddie said. This is so important to have that accountability. Um, a couple years back, I noticed uh, after, after the birth of my first child that something was drastically changing in my life. Um, I noticed that when I was on my surfboard and I was paddling out, it wasn't quite floating like it used to. And then, like, something was wrong with my dryer, and all my clothes were just not really fitting very good anymore. I don't know what it was, and I'm still trying to figure that out. But uh, what I realized is I needed some accountability when it came to exercise and eating right. And so, man, I tried for the longest time in my own power going to the gym by myself, and you know what? I didn't get any results. And finally, I said I had to make the commitment to find another guy that was going to hold me accountable to go to the gym and to eat right. And so uh, I, I, met a, I met a buddy at a church, and he was, had kind of the same ambition. And so we go at 5 a.m. Um, in the morning to go to the gym. And I wasn't sure if God was even awake then, but um, I, it's, it's kind of a scary time. But I've been going since January. And you know what? If I don't go to the gym, I get a text later, and, and it's, it's my buddy. He say, you need to tighten up, man. You need to tighten up and be at the gym, and you need to be accountable. And I say that it's very much that physical uh, accountability it, it, it correlates to our spiritual accountability, you know? If you don't have somebody who's going to walk alongside of you and keep you accountable to the goals you set forth and growing in your relationship with the Lord, it is going to be so challenging. Have somebody in your life who can hold you accountable. A uh, third thing here, have someone in your life who can speak the word of the Lord to you. Have someone in your life who can speak the word of the Lord to you. I love that Nathan comes to David and he speaks the word of the Lord to him. Man, he didn't just call him out and say, dude, you're messing up. Let me give you some truth in the midst of your situation. Uh, you know, church is so important because you need to get that word in your life. You need to get that word of encouragement. Because uh, if, we're, if we're not receiving that word spoken into that, I mean, that's our guide. That is our truth. That's our absolute. We've got to abide by that. That's our guide to live by. We need that truth in our life. And so as you are walking accountable with one another, Man, open the word. Encourage your brothers in the word so you're not just leaving them there. And especially if you're, if you're walking alongside a brother who's struggling with sin, hey, hey, don't leave them hanging in that. Give them the word of the truth and so that they can dwell on that. Um, Mr. Billy's in the back. Man, I can't uh, tell you how many times that he has spoken the word of truth in my life. Um, Billy was uh, helped me out tremendously uh, in my time as a youth pastor, um, and there were so many times that Billy would just pull me aside and he would just speak the word <laughs> and truth and love to me. And man, what a difference that has made in my life. You need those people in your life. You need those people in your life to be around you. Uh, fourth thing, man, this is big. Have someone in your life who can help you repent. Have someone in your life who can help you repent and go to the Lord. You know, Nathan tells David of his brokenness and his sin. And David makes a decision. He says, yes, Nathan, you're right. I need to go to the Lord. And Nathan goes with him and repents with him to walk so- alongside of him in that repentance. Man, that's what brotherhood is, you know. It's saying that your hurts, your struggles, your sins are not just your own. I'm going to carry those with you. That's brotherhood right there. That's accountability. What hurts you, what struggles you have, they're also my struggles because we're in one body. We're in one body of believers, and I'm going to walk alongside of you in that hurt. And that's what Nathan did. He walked alongside of him. Fifth thing is this. 
Have someone in your life who can help you find God's forgiveness and favor. Have someone in your life who can help you find forgiveness and favor. You know, in that passage, Nathan told David, after he had repented of his sin, he said, the Lord has taken away your sin. Man, I can't imagine the guilt that David felt after he had realized how bad he'd messed up. The consequences that were to come. And you know, sometimes the hardest person to forgive is who ourselves, right? David, no doubt, struggled with that each and every day. And I don't think it stopped right there. I think he had that guilt for many, many years to come. But David, or Nathan reminded David, hey, you are forgiven by your Lord and your Father. You know, we need that truth in our life that God's favor and grace is upon us. Um, you know, my, my fear for so many of us in this room is that we, we live our lives with no accountability. We live our lives with no one to walk alongside of us, no one to help carry the hurt, the brokenness, the sin that we may experience in carrying our life. And when you walk in such a way where you don't have any accountability, man, you open yourself up for the enemy to attack you. But when you walk with your brothers in accountability, you put a stronghold around your relationship with the Lord. You put a stronghold around your relationship with the Lord. And so I want to encourage you guys, don't walk alone. Don't walk alone. Man, the enemy is strong. He is tempting. He comes to kill, steal, and destroy. And it can happen like this. If you're not watchful and being in an accountable relationship. So many guys in here can encourage one another. You can walk with one another. Man, do that. Do that. Because here's why. Not only when you give your life to Jesus is it change everything, but your potential as a man to make a difference in the kingdom of God starts with being accountable. Man, the world around us, the community around us, St. Augustine, man, they are hungry for the word of the Lord. You carry it. You carry it within you. Be bold in your faith and live accountable with one another. Thank you for listening to this podcast. We would love to connect with you. Join us on Sundays at church or visit us at www.colonialchurch.org.